Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Indeed you are, and we are glad that you are. From the Southern Bancor Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg, I'm Kelly Sander. Luke Johnson is in Laurel. Producer engineer Michael Mergens is here today. It's a big basketball Thursday. The Lady Eagles and the Eagles in action tonight. We are about ready to break this down like nobody's business. This segment brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. If you're planning a Super Bowl party, of course, it's not an official Super Bowl unless the Bengals are in it. But there is still a possibility that we could have an official Super Bowl this year. Leave all time the out. Time out. Just just time out. I hate to do it when you're in the flow. I was in a roll. Yeah. That, that means that the uh, overwhelming majority of all Super Bowls are illegitimate. <laughs> That's correct. And? Okay, continue. Except 20, right? We, we agreed 20's in there. Super Bowl 20. Because that was the Bears yeah. of 85. Not that they won. Yeah, well, of course. Right. Ditka and the Bears yeah, so of that, 85. I'm sorry, Kelly. Yeah, right. no, that's but okay. I just, I just have, I mean, you, you just, you can't make claims like that and not be challenged. Well, in my own little world, okay. that's the way it exists. Let's but get sorry. To it. <laughs> Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Can leave the cooking to them, man. Just enjoy the fellowship and um, things that are going on at your party with all the side dishes and the best smoked meats anywhere. Uh, Dickie's Barbecue right outside the Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, lots of things going on. Let's start with the men's game. Uh, the women are playing at Appalachian State. We'll talk about that in a little while. But this is not just going to be a game tonight. This is going to be like, uh, like an event. All sorts of things revolving around this game tonight of course we can't you know it's obviously important and we're going to talk about that but all kinds of other things going on kind of tell us what's up tonight yeah you you mentioned earlier in the week there's gonna be some some uh you know fan pregame stuff nothing official just people tailgating Mm -hmm. you know out outside reed green but yeah tonight really the first game the students since everybody's you know back and so there's a big promotion tonight free fat boys pizza for students at the game that that's a lot of pizza you know, I mean, that that's a whole lot of it. They're going to have a half-court shot uh, contest. I believe that's at halftime for you could win $2,000. No, you mean 1000 No, 2000 Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, an opportunity to uh, to fill Reed Green tonight and take advantage of, of students um, coming back from, from their winter break. That's uh, They've been promoting this pretty heavy, and it is, you know, South Alabama. And, and I think – you know, it's the first home game 
um, in, in quite a while. But you do, as we talked to J.D. Byers yesterday, you, you want to start fostering anything with South Alabama because you're going to start seeing rivalries develop. And, and I think it's, you know, that, that plays into this some too. But South Alabama comes in, they're eight and, uh, and ten. Um, overall, they're two and four, um, in, in the Sun Belt. Interesting. Southern Miss eight and oh at home, Kelly. South Alabama one and six on the road. But they've been playing the best basketball lately, South Al has, and that's what that's what any team wants to do. Uh, but let's hope that the Eagles can play a game that they can defend home court. And again, of the last 12 games, seven of them are at Reed Green. So that's good news for the Eagles trying to secure a one through four spot for the postseason tournament. That's the Sunbelt tournament, as Jay Ladner talked about the importance of that Uh on yesterday's program. Now, later on today in this show, Stats McGee from Hattiesburg, the Patrick McGee from Hattiesburg, who loves all these numbers and scientific equations, and uh, he's going to break all the, the net ratings down for us and show us where Southern Miss fits in the, in the grand scheme of things. His conversations are always fascinating. Then we're going to meet um, assistant softball coach Aaron Longnecker, who's a native of Kansas uh, and came to the Southern Miss family from Louisville. So we've got a big show planned today. But this is the beginning of a four-game homestand, and you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So let's hope the Eagles will come out smoking tonight. And the heralded return, as Jay Ladner divulged yesterday on the show, of Neftali Alvarez expected to see some playing time tonight what do you think with the re-addition of Alvarez Luke that that how that changes the dynamic of this team if any yeah I mean as much as you want him to play just to have him on the court you got to be realistic I mean he hasn't played you know in in two months so as Jay brought up yesterday conditioning's an issue you it's more than any it's it's not just for the team it's for him I mean he's got to be get out there and you know and and be confident um because I mean he hasn't been in the mix since uh, he played the first two games, he got hurt seven minutes into uh, you know the the third game. So I think what he will bring to the court, uh, Jay talked about this yesterday, is getting the ball into into uh, Crowley and and Hase's, Hase's hands earlier, especially in transition. But I mean, here's the deal. I mean, he's not he's not going to be your point tonight. I mean, it's going to be Mo Arnold and Crowley's going going to handle the ball as well. The key for the Golden Eagles tonight is that I hope Pinkney and Denajay Harris. And uh, I mean Tyler Mormon, you're going to need him tonight. And uh, with how much Hase will will play down low, we'll see. But for uh, for for South Alabama, they they got a biggin. I mean, when you talk about like the the uh, the word biggin or this is what they look like, you know, there's a, a a term in Genesis that says when giants roam the land. You know, I mean, Kevin Samuel is seven foot, two hundred and sixty pounds. He's their big. Coming uh, coming into the night, he is uh, he's averaging almost ten rebounds a game. I think he's right at eleven points. So he's he's basically at a double double. But what you need to know about him, big uh, big guy tonight for uh, for South Alabama. So right now, he uh, is I just saw okay, averaging nine point six. Has 163 rebounds for the year, uh, for for his career. He is the Division One active leader, career leader in rebounds, averaging two and a half blocks a game. So it's going to be one of those nights. The Golden Eagles are going to have to to backdoor it in the key, get away from him. 
but they're really going to have to start shooting shooting the ball well outside and and uh, you know in, in perimeter and, and mid range stuff because it's going to be hard going down there. I mean that guy's like a like a black hole for rebounds. And South Al, as we talked about yesterday, as good as the Eagles have taken care of the basketball this season so far, South Al has done even a better job. Which, which seems nearly impossible, but they have. And, but, and we've talked about how good the Eagles have taken care of the basketball, Luke, but something that we has really kind of got lost in this shuffle, and I want to bring it back up, is that I think of all the games this year, Southern Miss has only been out-rebounded once. And when you look at this team, you, know, you don't necessarily think of it as a big rebounding team. But again, they've only been outboarded once the entire season. I mean, I th- I, that to me is amazing. Well, it is, and you got to think about where, where different guys are set up on the court. You know, you 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 have more athleticism and and height in different places. But I mean, it goes back to how well Pinkney's been, how well Pinkney's played underneath. But just tonight, I mean, defensive rebounding it's going to be it's going to be tough. This this guy's really really big, and you look at uh, the way that South Alabama's done. The Eagles have won three out of the last five. South Alabama has lost three out of the last five. Eagles won their last game. South Alabama lost their last game, and it's just kind of been a the last five between these teams is just uh, are in in their schedules has been kind of a flip flop. Eagles won, lost, one loss, and then one against Arkansas State. South Alabama lost one, lost one, lost. So we need to can to get a a streak going <laughs> wins for us and and losses um, for them. But this is a big game tonight. Fifteen and four Eagles undefeated at home with an opportunity to improve to five and two in, in Sun Belt play. Tip off tonight is seven p.m. at Reed Green Coliseum. Meanwhile, the Lady Eagles travel to Appalachian State in Boone, North Carolina, to take on the Mountaineers. And as good as the Lady Eagles have played, you can chalk some of that up to home court that the Eagles have defended well. But really, when you look at, back at the history of Joy Lee McNellis's team, Luke, they have played outstanding on the road, which is certainly an anomaly because not a lot of other teams in this conference have done that. Not just went on the road, but seven out of the last eight and uh, something that they need to do as they've had a home stand and now start a, a pretty tedious road stretch. Appalachian on the year, um, the uh, the Lady Mountaineers are 7-10 and 10 overall, but they scored 96 their last time out against uh, against Georgia Southern down in Statesboro. Gave up 88, but scored 96, but that is not typical of, of how they play. They have scored in the 80s a, a few times. Appalachian um, right now 3-3 three and three overall. Of course, Lady Eagles in second place, tied in second place at 5-1 and one with Troy. So this is a big, big opportunity tonight again. Um, for uh, for the Lady Eagles to uh, to improve to six and one and take the next step, James Madison is undefeated at the top. They take on Georgia Southern tonight, and the Lady Eagle defense has just been stifling. I mean, there, there's no way that they're going to give up 96 points to this team, even though it's on their home court, the Lady Mountaineers. That is, and when you go to try to lock down one of these four top seeds, I mean, the very first thing you're going to look at is have you been able to win on the road. Right, and the Lady Eagles have been able to do that. This this four game stretch will further separate the field and or solidify one of those top four seeds in the Sun Belt uh, tournament that'll come up just a little bit later on. Now, if you like numbers, we've broken them down, but nobody breaks them down like Patrick McGee does. Well, he's not the Patrick McGee in New Orleans, but he's Stats McGee. Yeah, the Hattiesburg Patrick McGee that we call Stats, and he's going to join us next as this Thursday's Eagle Hour continues after this commercial break.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Thursday, counting down to tip off tonight, 7 p.m. in Reed Green, South Alabama. Makes the trip up Highway 98. Golden Eagles 15-4 and and trying to maintain a perfect 8-0 record. Continue that um, to uh, to get overall win number 16 tonight. More importantly, conference win number 5. That's going to be happening in under uh, under six hours or so. Happy to have you on the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. And Laurel, second segment as always, brought to you by Campus Bookmark. Campus Bookmark located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Big gold building right across the street from the main entrance to the University of Southern Mississippi. And you can always shop online from your house, campusbookmark.net. Happy to have the other half of the Buzzardry podcast. Ben Milam filled in for me uh, last week as I was uh, I was out of town, and we are officially nicknaming him. Are we not, uh, Kelly Santa? We, we've called him uh, a numbers guy. We've called him a guru. But now, with his blessing from Hattiesburg, and he tells us that that's how you pronounce it based off his Twitter profile. But Patrick Stats McGee. So we will call him Stats McGee from now on. How you doing, buddy? Glad to be on. You know, you, you know, you made it to the big time uh, when they give you uh, your own nickname. So yeah, glad to be on. Well, it depends on who gives you that nickname. So don't put too much stock right. in, in right. Kelly and I doing that. All right, man. Big game tonight, and uh, let's just. I want to hear uh, a little bit uh, about what you think about what this game means for the Eagles. Then I want to get into a bigger picture. Uh, talk about net rankings, some of the the Pomeroy rankings that you use. Yeah, well, it's a big game, big homestand. I think you look at. Uh, Position four and two right now um, in the conference. You're in a six-way tie, and uh, yeah, with these next four games at home, you can really go on a run. If you finish this homestand at you know either seven and three or eight and two, uh, you would be in you know really good position for one of those top four seeds, and still you know very much uh, in the mix for uh, potentially uh, the regular season title and the number one the conference tournament. So yeah, this, talk- this, just this game in the yeah sorry. No, you're good. So we we talk a lot in baseball about RPI, and uh, I think this is the first year in many years that Southern Miss fans are uh, are, are taking notice of in NCAA basketball net rankings. Southern Miss right now 77th in net. Talk talk about net ranking, the importance of it in, in college basketball, and then bring in you know the the Ken Palm poll that you you look at also. Yeah, so the, the net ranking is the thing that uh, replaced RPI kind of as the the backbone of the um, of the selection process in basketball. And they, uh, I guess, they unveiled that maybe in 2018. They um, tweaked it a little bit in 2020, and it's it's an efficiency metric. So it is um, it basically already takes into account two things. First of all, adjusted efficiency. So uh, basically, how many points you score versus how many possessions. So if you score 70 points and you have 70 possessions in the game, you have an efficiency of one. And then, you, let's say, you um, you only allowed 60 points and, uh, and 70 possessions. That would be, uh, according to my calculator here, that would be .86. So you'd have a plus for that game. You would be like plus uh, uh, .14 in uh, efficiency. And then that's adjusted for, um, you know, uh, where the game is played, the strength of the opponent, and that kind of thing. And then, uh, so that that's the one half of it, and the other half of it is just kind of wins and losses, who you beat. Um, it's, I guess it's kind of like RPI in that way. And if you beat good teams, that really that helps you. Uh, and you have the same thing in, in kind of baseball. We talk about quad one wins, um, and those are typically in baseball's top fifty. 
Uh, but in, in basketball, the way they do it, it is um, it's valued to where uh, a quad one win can be. A, it doesn't have to be a top 50 win. It can be a top 25 win if it's on the road. So that Liberty win, even though Liberty's not in the uh, in the top 50, they're uh, I think they're number 70 or so. That counts as a top or a quad one win because it's on the road. And um, alternatively, if the, um, only the top 30 win or only top 30 teams count uh, as a quad one at home, just because it's you know obviously harder to win at home or harder to win on the road than it is at home, but. Uh, Ken Palm is very similar. It's another efficiency metric. It, it basically it's almost the same as Ned, except they don't really they don't have a wins losses aspect to it. It is um it is basically just efficiency. Your adjusted offensive efficiency versus your adjusted defensive efficiency. I think this um it, yeah it takes into account you know strength of or strength of schedule uh, where the game was played that kind of thing, and then maybe also scoring margin. But the two metrics are uh, they're pretty similar, but um. Quite identical. Stats, the first thing I learned as I listened to all that is you have entirely too much time on your hands. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a job. Maybe so. Yeah. And we say that lovingly. The second thing is, is when it comes down to making tournament selections for the NCAA tournament and so on, with the, the ocean of statistics that the committee has at its disposal, what does it really come down to? And when it comes to the at large bids, of course. Yeah, I mean, I guess it comes down to the whole resume, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's the net. The net is kind of the backbone of it, and then it, it kind of just comes into who you beat. And um, yeah, I mean, it is kind of it changes every year. That's the kind of thing that drives fans crazy. Is it is sometimes it's inconsistent from year to year as uh, as to what they use. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint on on a year to year basis. So, um, but yeah, it's the net. That's the big one that they use, kind of like RPI used to be, and then just some other factors of who you beat. Um, that kind of thing. I'm kind of putting you on, kind of putting you on, on the hot seat here when I ask you this. But when you look at Southern Miss individual player statistics, and heavens knows you know them better than anybody, is there any one statistic that if you're in an elevator with a bunch of Southern Miss fans, you could throw out and everybody would say, "Wow, I just I didn't know that. That is so cool." Is there any statistic that jumps out in your head along those lines? Yeah, I would say uh, the offensive, uh, I guess, turning over, just the lack of turnovers um, um, offensively. You, don't, you know, the team doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. Um, or or I, guess, I guess you would kind of look more at uh, forcing um, the steal rate. I mean, you, you look at uh, the team on 12.6% of, uh, of defensive possessions. You know, some forcing a steal. That's top 25 in the country. So that's kind of the big uh, thing that you look at uh, defensively. Is the team's really disruptive defensively, just enforcing steals, top twenty-five in the country, uh, in doing that. So he didn't flinch, Kelly. He knew. He, yeah, he yeah. knew exactly. <laughs> he knew exactly. Good stuff. We're talking to uh, Patrick McGee. We call him Stats McGee from Hattiesburg. Put the, put so far the first nineteen games in perspective. Where what are we looking at? When was the last time Southern Miss? You know, had had a chance to do something late in the season and and in the conference tournament and even postseason. Yeah, I think you go back to Doc Sadler's last year, 2019, which was a team that uh, they went 20 and 13, finished uh, 11 and 7 at a conference, and that was a team that had got a buy. I mean, the conference tournament, just like this team is trying to do, and actually heading into that conference tournament, they were pretty much the consensus favorite. You know, according to Vegas, the computers, and um, kind of a lot of the experts. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, you weren't able to finish the job. But you know, 2019, that's kind of the really only year. Uh, since Tyndall, uh, if you don't include this one, of course, you know, this is another year we have a shot to do something special. But yeah, 2019 was kind of the only year uh, since Tyndall left where you were in a position 
uh, possibly to make it to the NCAA tournament. But but a big opportunity tonight, and uh, you know if you win three out of the next four at home, and, and I mean the Eagles should the Texas State game, you know, is one that would be a little more even. But I mean if if they win, you you look up and you know they're seven seven and three in conference, they're, they're sitting high cotton going into the the final stretch. Yeah, it is, and um, it's, it's just with the league the way it is. You have uh, uh, six teams at. Um, Six or yeah, six teams of uh, four and two, so it's all kind of bunched up. But I think you're going to see it get a little unbunched up over the uh, over the next several weeks. I think you you know you look at ULM will probably fall off a little bit. Uh, you look at Georgia Southern possibly falling off a little bit. I mean, I think the five teams that you kind of look at uh, in the mix of those four buys would be USM, Marshall, ULL, Troy, and uh, and James Madison. I think those are probably and. Uh, no particular order of the five best teams in the Sun Belt this season. Stats, last uh, last program yesterday, Jay Ladner talked about how ULM and Southern Miss, depending on which poll you looked at preseason-wise, were either projected second to last or last. Uh, is there a magic bullet here? How, how, did the, how did the media and the coaches miss this so badly on not just Southern Miss, but Louisiana Monroe as well? Yeah, I don't know. I think it might have been just you kind of look at last year's record, and they, they don't deviate a ton from that. And I mean, it wasn't just the coaches in the media. I mean, it was a lot of these. You know, talk about Ken Palm. I mean, they do a preseason rating based on what you return, and it had USM in the three hundreds. And I think it might have been just underestimating transfers and how quickly those guys were going to gel. And you know, you've had guys like an uh, Austin Crowley that he's played better at USM, uh, you know, probably than he did at Ole Miss, and that's contributed a lot. So I think it's uh, kind of just hard to gauge how those transfers were going to perform, um, and some guys that are you know playing better basketball uh, than they have previously in their career. And that makes perfect sense. But does this not then throw a huge monkey wrench forever now in trying to figure out who's going to be good and putting teams in the right positions? I think so, and especially in this era of uh, you know the, the one year transfer, you can transfer from year to year. I mean, it, a lot of these rosters are from year to year, so you're just trying to. It's almost you know almost impossible to kind of piece together what these teams are going to do, and um, yeah, it's hard to predict because you got guys from coming up from all over the country to play for these teams, and you don't really know how they're going to gel and uh, just how all how it's all going to come together. So that yeah, that has made preseason projections a lot harder now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, twenty seconds. Way too early, not way too early because we are in January. Your impact player on offense and defense in baseball that we're not talking uh, about right now. Uh, I guess. Offense, I would say, I think Peyto could have a breakout year. And then um, on the mound, I would say Mazza. Mazza um, is someone that I think could have a big impact in baseball. Good stuff, Patrick. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for having me on. That's Stats McGee from Hattiesburg. Good stuff from Patrick McGee. Appreciate his time. Kelly Softball next, right? I'm going to talk to assistant coach Aaron Longnecker when the Eagle Hour continues in a moment. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Fourth Street Bar and Grill is the place to hang out if you're a Southern Miss fan. Everybody there is a Southern Miss fan, young and old. It's always great to get to talk to students and some of the old timers as well. Whether you're watching a ball game or enjoying the great 9.95 plate lunch that includes your soft drink every day. 
at 4th Street Bar and Grill in the shadow of the rock right over the Highway 49 bridge on 4th Street. Continuing the Eagle Hour today, joining us on the phone is assistant softball coach Aaron Longnecker, a native of the great state of Kansas, more recently from the University of Louisville. He's in his first year as an assistant coach at Southern Miss. Coach, we appreciate you taking the time. I know it's uh, that time of year. Everybody ready to, to rock and roll. We welcome you to the Eagle Hour. Oh, I appreciate it, Kelly. Uh, thanks for the opportunity, and uh, uh, glad to be here. So what are some of the first things you guys want to get uh, accomplished on the field as you embark upon this 2023 campaign? Well, I think that, you know, really that started, you know, that that whole thing really started, you know, day one back in the fall uh, with our first meeting. But, um, you know, just, just establishing – you know, our uh, coach Poole and I uh, being new uh, here this year. Um, you know, our first priority really was to uh, to to get some buy-in and to really start to change um, some the culture and uh, uh, you know just sort of the perspective of Southern Miss softball. So that's really what we what we dove into. We had a really great fall, and so uh, leading into to spring practice, uh, which started uh, last Thursday um, officially, um, we're you know just trying to uh, establish some defensive you know principles, some things we put into place in the fall, and now it's time to go out and. and uh, uh, make those happen on the field. Um, you know, we, we worked on some performance or some, uh, mechanical things, uh, in our hitting and our offensive programming in the fall. But once we get here to springtime, you know, we, we shift into a, you know, we're into a performance, uh, uh, you know, scenario now. Um, the swing and our offense kind of, will continue to develop, but, but at this point it is what it is now. It's about being on time. It's about execution and, you know, making it happen on the field. And that's, that's what we're trying to do in the, you know, right off the bat. And there really is, and there really isn't a lot of time to prepare, but when you first had an overview last fall, you and coach Poole, were there some things you thought, Hey, we're good. I think we're going to be okay. And were there some areas fundamentally that you just said, Ooh, boy, this is, this is something we're, we're really going to have to focus on. I think that uh um right off the bat we felt um we felt really good about our pitchers and our staff um even though we just we we just have uh you know Mo and uh uh Paige Kilgore and and Jana Lee um but we just have the three but we felt really good about their uh experience level um Morgan, uh, especially um, Big Mo, you know, coming from Arizona State um, and having the the success she did uh, last year, and we felt really good about that. I think right off the bat, we we'd like to have more pitchers. Uh, you know, you always want to have more bodies, but um, I think the consensus really for both of us, uh, a little, really about everything, was that. We, we feel pretty good about what we have. We just wish that we had a little bit more of it. Um, so that's, you know, so we're just, uh, we just have to learn to manage that. Coach, thanks so much uh, for, for coming on. 
Let's let's talk a little bit about because it's not just the fact uh, you're coming in uh, first season, uh, but this is first season in the first year of a new conference. And is that does that play well? Uh, is that more of a strength just because the other teams don't know what Southern Miss is going to bring? Well, um, yeah, to a certain extent, but I'll tell you, um, you know, softball uh, technology, you know, it, it, it's softball's a little bit behind baseball, but um, but we are, uh, you know, technology is, is becoming a bigger and bigger part of the game, and scouting is is a bigger and bigger part of the game, and. Uh, so now, you know, everyone, it's, it's not unlike football. Everyone's got film on everybody. So you're really not going to be surprised, um, you know, about, uh, about what you're going to see. And hopefully you shouldn't be. Uh, you know, if you're doing your job, you shouldn't be surprised. Sure. Um, you know, I know Coach Hall uh, would probably say the same thing to his staff. You know, if we're surprised about something we see, then we we didn't scout you know properly, so sure. uh, we have kind of the main the same mindset. So, um, but it is going to the new conference. Um, I'll you know just uh, I'll tell you the Sun Belt is is probably in the group of five uh, is 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 the best uh, softball conference out of the group of five, um, and it's a three it's a it's a generally a three bid. Uh, regional uh, conference, and most of you know the rest of the group of five. You got to win your win your conference tournament, and that's your only really your only hope of getting into a regional. But uh, last year, uh, UL and Texas State and South Al uh, all made you know made the regional. Um, Texas State and South Alabama uh, were at large bids, so that's a. Uh, that's a going to be a significant, um, you know, uh, upgrade in competition, and, yeah. and we're going to have to be prepared for that and step our game up. Absolutely, you're just not having this conversation with us, but you know, many, many Golden Eagle listeners, uh, fans, are, will be listening and, and listening to you uh, later on, or even live right now. And you know, we've had good support just a few years ago. Uh, they set a, a season. Uh, record in season ticket sales for softball. What do you want Southern Miss fans to know uh, about the type of of you know softball, the brand? If you could tell them anything right now, what would it be? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat that uh, no one's going to play uh, tougher than than you know these kids will, and I expect that. And Coach Poole, uh expects that and that's what we've that's a little bit of the culture that we've tried to ingrain right off the bat um and you're going to see you're going to see some kids that are out there that want to be out there and are having just you know the time of their life uh you know doing what they love and um if you can't come out and appreciate that uh, you know, watching that and and get some enjoyment from that, then you know, uh, I don't know, maybe we don't want you out there, but um, but we really want to reconnect and get back to those days where we're um, where we're you know leading that uh, leading the conference in attendance and we're selling out the the deck in left field and and all of those things because uh, you know. 
these girls have have come out and they bought in and they have worked extremely hard and that's uh all that, uh, that i can ask of them and and all that that i've required of them so um we just want golden eagle fans to to remember that uh you know softball we have big plans here and we're trying to keep up with baseball and we're trying to keep up with the success of football and basketball we want to keep that rolling and i didn't come here to lose so i don't know if i can put it any any simpler than that aaron longnecker is the assistant uh, softball coach at southern miss they'll begin the season here early uh, next month softball opens up b- before baseball coaches that generally assume that james madison is the wagon here in uh in the Sun Belt. No, uh, actually, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I, um, actually, uh, you, uh, Louisiana, UL, uh, UL, it's UL, and then it's everybody else. Um, and that's statistics and, you know, all, all the way down from there. Um, it's really actually the last few years, statistic, statistically, it hasn't even been close. It's, it's UL and then kind of everybody else. But, uh, you know, Jerry does a, does a great job over there and has for a long time. And, and that's an established program. And, and, you know, and that's, that's where we want to be. Um, and that, that, uh, that gives us something to, uh, to, you know, to really set a standard, uh, toward. And I think it's really cool, Luke, is that you got Coach Poole, who came from Memphis, got Coach yep. Longnecker that came from Louisville. These are old uh, Metro Conference uh, schools, Metro, the old Metro Conference USA. Yeah, I, was, I just wanted to say, Coach, uh, I, this is not demeaning against Louisville or Kentucky, but we're very thankful that you're a Southern Miss Golden Eagle now. We're glad we could have brought you down because there was some there was some blood there for many many years between those two schools. Actually, there still is with Western Kentucky. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly, and and uh, yeah, I. Uh, you know, I had a great experience at Louisville and, and you know, being at that level and, and you know, working with the athletes there and, and really just having a full season of, right. of ACC competition and seeing what that looks like um, and just, you know, was, was very powerful for me. And, and I'm right. extremely happy to be down here. All right, Coach. Extremely hey, fortunate. Yeah, I hate to cut you off there. We're up against a hard break. Thanks for your time. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thank you, Kelly. Final segment of the Eagle Hour after this. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. Appreciate Southern Miss. Softball assistant coach Aaron Longenegger for joining us in that previous segment. If you missed that interview, you can go back and listen on demand later today, supertalk.fm, or on a plethora of podcasting platforms that the Eagle Hour is on. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. Good stuff uh, from, from Coach, the Lady Eagles softball team. Kelly, 14 out of their first 15 games are at home, and they start up just in a few weeks. They have the Black and Gold Invitational 
February 10th through 12th, and they have a midweek against Southern on February 15th. Uh, the following weekend, uh, the Golden Eagle Invitational, and then the weekend after that, the Hub City Challenge. How many ways can we name a uh, tournament in Hattiesburg? They did it. I was just thinking uh, the exact the exact same thing. Not unusual to be heavy with the home schedule when you're a team from the south because a lot of the teams uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line like to come down and get some games in where their weather is still a little bit ominous with snow and cold. So yeah. not unusual for any team in the south to, to have a home schedule that's heavy on the front end. That Hub City Challenge, Yale is coming in for that so maybe the first time that we've ever played softball against Yale later on um, they will uh, take on Ole Miss in March and then Louisiana who we uh, we just mentioned was uh, the strongest team as coach mentioned strongest team in the conference they're preseason number 20 they'll actually come in the weekend of March 17th to take on the Lady Eagles in in Sunbelt play so appreciate coach Longenecker's time fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by D-Bat and D1 training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg D-Bat Hattiesburg.com. Across the Sun Belt tonight, James Madison at Troy, ULM at Georgia Southern, Georgia State at Old Dominion, Appalachian State at Coastal Carolina, Louisiana up in Jonesboro against Arkansas State, and Marshall makes uh, the uh, transcontinental flight down to San Marcos to take on Texas State. But uh, all eyes tonight, Kelly, 7 p.m., ESPN+. Plus. Um, South Alabama and Southern Miss and Reed Green Coliseum. Again, South Al 8-10, but this game means way more than that for the Golden Eagles. They need to, uh, after you know, not playing at home in three weeks, to get back. And there's just this cloud that seems to hang over Southern Miss when it comes to, to South Alabama, when all the numbers in just about every sport, whatever it might be, say that Southern Miss should emerge victorious, and then you look at the final score, oh, South Alabama won. You know, and it's it's gotten ridiculous now joyley mcnellis and the lady eagles have have they've kind of been the torchbearers as far as beating south al goes but not a lot of other teams have baseball has had you know a little bit of success but uh hopefully we can uh, start this string tonight and i and i really because the game saturday against james madison and tomorrow one of our guests is going to be dave rigert the radio voice of jmu i really hope the eagles don't look and and they won't a team with experience like this like wouldn't look ahead to James Madison because James Madison statistically is a better team. But, you know, you don't want to have to play catch-up then by by stubbing your toe, you know, in the first game of this series. Also tomorrow, Luke, by the way, Marshant Kenny, uh, our former football buddy at Southern Miss, he's going to be on the program to unveil some exciting news about his broadcasting career. So Marshant's always got some great insight and some great things to say. He will be joining us tomorrow uh, on the Eagle Hour as well. Yeah, good stuff, and and we'll talk to him also about uh, new defensive coordinator Dave O'Brien and, you know, what he feels, what he saw under uh, Austin Armstrong's leadership the last two years. you got to know guys like that that were a part of just some of the best defenses in school history really appreciate what this entire defensive staff, including head coach Will Hall, has, has done to uh, to bring back the nasty bunch. But it'll be fun to talk to Marshant tomorrow and get his take on on what Austin has, what Austin did, and then um, what he expects out of Coach O'Brien coming in. And Ty Keys yesterday, uh, former starting quarterback at Southern Miss, has announced uh, where he hopes to play next year. Put that out on yeah. social media. 
Yeah, going uh, going to um, this is not him at all. Just saying it because it's last chance. You at East Mississippi Community College has that is in no way connected to Ty. Ty had uh, looks like multiple opportunities, and it's one of those things that just didn't work out in Hattiesburg. Um, but man, he's he's a local kid to all of us growing up at Taylorsville High School. We wish him nothing but the best, and I, I think probably you and I will uh, will will want him to succeed maybe in all but one game next year against Pearl River and Jones. And and the thing is, and when you get to this level at the D one level, and even more so in the pros, you do learn that it's a business, right? And the best ability a player can have is availability. And unfortunately, because of the injuries that you spoke of just a second ago, Ty just wasn't available, you know, and and it's no fault of his own. It's just one of those things. So when you can't participate, then all these other guys are getting the reps and it's just life, man. And and it's it's the way it goes. And it's not just in football. It's just about in every aspect of life. So, yeah, and he's going to emerge. He's going to emerge just fine wherever he winds up ultimately. Best best of uh, best wishes to Tykes as he continues his football career at East Mississippi Community College. All right, tonight, free Fat Boys pizza for students. $2,000 half-court shot. Kelly, you don't need that. It would help my bank account a lot. The Golden Eagles taking on the Jags. Eagles technically a six-point favorite. Um, I, I think they win, and I think they find a way to score um, outside the paint. And it's, it'll be fun just to, to see Alvarez back out there after a two-month absence. So it's free Fat Boys pizza. It's not free for Fat Boys because I've already gotten no. a, a free ticket. Gotta be a student. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but just Fat Boys. Don't get. I have free. a student ID, just not to. <laughs> it's a Southern Miss. <laughs> Looking forward to it tomorrow. Let's talk about a victory. Sounds good. That's uh, Kelly Sander from Michael Morgan's. I'm Luke Johnson. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time, same place. Appreciate you joining us today. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. To the sea, like let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like till I'm free. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.